Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back. Today we're talking about something that everyone experiences from time to time. It is call reluctance. So Julie, what the heck does call reluctance yes. mean? You might even call it contact reluctance, but it is the reluctance to have real world conversations about real estate. And we're going to talk about some different reasons why that might happen. I've even had coaching clients tell me that, you know, once they kind of get over the picking up the phone reluctance, that they then start praying to the voicemail gods. <laughs> Please right. don't answer the phone, right? Please have it go to voicemail. Well, exactly. but this knowing how to overcome call reluctance is going to lead to people having more meaningful conversations that results in, guess what, an actual real estate transaction. How do you know if you have call reluctance? I'll give you this first uh, litmus test now. Here it is. Ready? Answer this simple question. You have to now follow up with someone, uh, a lead. Would you prefer to email them, text them? Facebook them, uh, signal them, <laughs> WhatsApp them. WhatsApp, Messenger, <laughs> Exactly. Whatever. Or send them a cute little video or call them. And I pretty much can guarantee you that all of you would prefer to do something that's going to be less direct. Why? That's what you're going to self-discover on today's podcast and tomorrow's, by the way. That also includes emojiing them, guys. Okay, so <laughs> it is normal to experience call reluctance. Typically, real estate people feel this due to their fear of rejection fear of failure, fear of conflict, fear of success, or lack of confidence. And maybe you suffer from all of these or some of these, but it's time to get out of fear and into action. Remember, as always, that knowledge equals confidence, ignorance equals fear. So if you keep doing what you're doing, i.e. hiding out from those contacts and from calling, uh, you'll keep getting what you're getting. If you desire a greater level of profitability, you must upgrade your knowledge, your skills, and your mindset. So here's the thing, and we know this from hundreds of thousands of coaching calls, talking to the coaches, the daily uh, coaching sessions with our premier coaching members. Well, but Julie, We're not making this up. I, I can remember as you were reading your first two points, this is the way I kind of get into connection with all of our podcast listeners, mm -hmm. is I put myself back emotionally and mentally into you know in our formidable years in real estate, sure. for a few years when you and I were selling real estate. And I remember when we started selling real estate, we didn't know what the heck we were saying. We didn't know what the heck we were doing. Nope. We didn't have scripts. We didn't have coaches. We didn't have trainers. Nope. There was no YouTube. There was none of <laughs> this. Was you guys are so lucky. <laughs> and so we we winged it. But eventually what we did is we, and I know a lot of you are still winging it. And you figure, well, you know, my winging it has worked out so far. Why do I actually need to formalize my approach? Because you're going to get a thousand X better. And here's really what it comes down to. A conversation that is going to essentially result in you pre-qualifying someone, you finding out someone's motivation, you finding out their time frame and all the rest of it is going to allow you to generate a lot more. Not just, you know, you guys will generate a quote unquote lead and put them in a drip campaign. Well, the suggestion is, is you stop uh, focusing on the number of leads you have in terms of the masses of leads that so many of you take so much false pride in having and focus on having fewer leads. But those leads are the ones that have actually been pre-qualified. And you can't really do that effectively unless you're actually picking up the phone and calling them. Now, I will say this as an aside. Mm -hmm. I'm having an interesting conversation right now. Uh, you eavesdropped on that conversation we had last week mm -hmm. with a guy that's going to be developing some AI apps for us. Oh, right. And one of, the, one of the products that we're going to create, and I have to see how, frankly, competent their uh, developers are, 
is we're going to try to create an AI app that you guys can have access to that will effectively allow you to, uh, to have the AI do a lot of the high-level pre-qualifying. But the one thing it's not going to be able to do is mimic your voice. So it's not going to be able to replace a phone call. But with that said, mm -hmm. there's reasons to believe within the next 24 to 12, or 12 to 24 months, you're going to actually have an AI app that's going to actually use your real voice, that's going to actually be able to have these, I would say, lower level, though, more focused conversations with prospects. I know that's mind boggling, but it's true. So the, at the speed at which AI is developing, a lot of this information that we're sharing with you now is going to be applicable to AI, but still, you're going to want to know how to do this work yourself. So a lot of fun stuff, and I, I'm kind of giving these that's guys... Right. So in the future... There's hope. In the future, if the AI version of yourself can do this work for you, then you don't need to worry right. about this podcast. But until that actually happens, pay attention. Yes. Meanwhile, back in the real estate wilds, your job is to actually earn a living. So here's the thing that we've observed. Most of you reach a certain level of production and then don't tend to get to the next level because you're only comfortable transacting with people who already know, love, and trust you. In order to move the needle financially and get to your next level, have more exciting goals, you've got to learn to help more people than just the ones you already know. And some of you guys listening are also sometimes weird about even talking to them. So that means you must do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And this is more important than ever in this changing market. You need more contacts, not less, when fewer people are buying and selling. In the last couple of years, we've been around six to six and a half million transactions. This year, we're going to end up probably around four, maybe four point something low. So to do the same or more business, you have to be much more proactive starting this quarter, this month, and this week. So this leads us directly to proactive lead generation, otherwise known as prospecting. And our topic, which is how to get away from your fear of, you know, your phone fears. When you're proactive, you don't have to pay for your leads, sit around waiting for elaborate systems to someday work, you know, like your drip system, or pay crazy referral fees. You are the master of your success. So this is going to be a two-part series. And first, we're going to talk about getting your mindset right about this topic? Well, a couple things. First of all, Julie's notes for today are obviously down below, as they always are. We're giving you guys our long-form notes, so you can use these for your own uh, training. And I know a lot of you are using this to train your teams and your uh, small brokerages and whatnot, so the information is waiting below. And you also see a bunch of links, but the link I want you to pay attention to the most is Joining Premier Coaching. If you love what you get on this podcast, and I know you do because this continues to be the number one listened to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States, you will not believe the experience you're going to have in Premier Coaching. People rant and rave about it. From what we understand, it's the best-selling coaching program in the United States right now for real estate professionals, and the best part is you can join for free. So scroll down and join Premier Coaching right now for free. The link is below, and when you do, you will be entitled to a daily semi-private coaching call with one of our Harris certified coaches. So go ahead, check it out. Let us know what you think. All right, Julie, let's roll right in. Yes. So back to overcoming your call reluctance. And this is a two-part show because today we're talking about getting your mindset right because, you know, overcoming call reluctance is kind of a big deal for some. And then tomorrow we're going to get you into action and show you specifically how to get results. So well, part one is today. So here's the thing. I, I'm feeling what a lot of these guys are feeling. Many of them, especially if they've only been in the business the last 10 or 15 years, they have been raised in the real estate industry to believe that you're supposed to be putting filters in place between you and the customer. Right. And all these technologists have told you guys it's about drip campaigns and it's about CRMs and it's about all the rest of it. Those things do have a place. Those things have a place after you've had the initial voice-to-voice -voice or face-to-face pre-qualifying type conversation. 
because what you're missing out on are the best leads. So if you get 10 leads in today from all of the various different sources and you're not actually pre-qualifying them, and by pre-qualifying them, 99% of you should be doing this personally, not delegating it. Certainly not delegating something digital or delegating it to an assistant. You need to be doing it yourself. Why? Because you will always do a better job. What you're losing by not doing that are all your easy transactions or all the, frankly, most motivated potential clients for you. That's the reason that you don't have enough leads. It's not because you don't actually have enough leads. It's because you're not qualifying, pre-qualifying the leads that you have to determine which ones are actually going to want to transact. The people that are calling you don't want to have a conversation with a VA or some sort of digital bot. They want to have a conversation with you. And because in a marketplace right now where everybody is relying on something digital, they're delegating that, especially that initial or follow-up conversation, they're not pre-qualifying. They're just hoping and praying that enough dripping is going to result in someone raising their hand. That ability to have that direct conversation, voice-to-voice -voice conversation, it isn't happening anymore. Agents nowadays are so, I don't know, prideful of the fact that they have all these fancy systems in place, then they actually believe that those fancy systems are you know, what you're supposed to do to scale your real estate business. Well, what you're supposed to do to run a successful real estate business is sell real estate, and you're then supposed to make enough of a profit from selling real estate. So when you look at the leads, the guys that buy, agents that buy leads, if you look at all these complicated systems, if you look at all of these things, they're there because agents aren't actually calling and pre-qualifying and actually having drilled on conversations. All these other things are to make up for the fact that the very basic thing isn't being done. Do you have any thoughts well, on that? It, it's kind of like camouflaging the truth, right? That you have all these things surrounding it that make it harder for you to see the really great leads. And as you were talking, I was remembering, you know, last week we did a podcast about the NAR stats. And one of their stats that I don't think we talked about was the fact that 82% of recently transacted people, both buyers and sellers, still to this day report that they transacted with the first agent who competently actually spoke to them. And remember, just because you're calling them your lead and throwing them into your drip system does not mean that they're not everybody else's lead as well. What's the differentiating factor? You having a real conversation, drilling down, asking great questions, you know, typically they'll say, you were the, I talked to 10 different agents, but you're the only one who gave me the time of day. You're the only one who asked what was important. You're the only one who sent me to a competent lender. Here's the validation of what we're saying. Julie and I have always been advocates of organized, professional, open houses. But we started actually being the drum again for open houses you know, aggressively probably three, four, maybe five years ago. And we had lots of people that were trying to throw you know, <laughs> garbage our way because, oh my gosh, why would you do an open house when you can run Facebook ads and all this other garbage? Well, guess why open houses have worked out to be the best thing ever? Because people want to actually talk with people. Yes. And that's the reason that open houses and a lot of the other things that Julie and I coach and train you guys to do are always going to result in you talking with people, talking with people. If an agent, a low skilled agent with energy and enthusiasm, I might add, who's willing to actually have real conversations with people face to face or voice to voice will always beat an agent who's maybe even high skilled, who's got the most beautiful, elegant, technologically advanced, you know, doesn't matter systems in place. Because humans want to deal directly with humans. Julie just gave the NAR stat 82% of the time. And by the way, that number's almost always been the same. Yeah, but 82% of the time, the uh, buyers and sellers are choosing who they're going to work with based on the first person that they speak to or meet. That's how they go about choosing the agents that they're going to use. Fascinating, isn't it? So if you're wondering why all the fancy systems aren't working, it's because the people, for the most part, selling the fancy systems never sold real estate before. 
they never have actually been boots on the ground doing what you're doing. They're not the last mile in the supply chain. That's what you guys are. And ultimately, it's that direct conversation that gives you the advantage in the marketplace, not all the technology. Now, the technology, the marketing, and the branding, and the CRMs, and the drip campaigns, and all the digital stuff, we're enormous advocates of it. We love it. It's amazing. We use it ourselves. But it does not replace the actual conversations. And what some of you, I'm just trying to be as clear as I can with this, Julie, and if I'm not, correct me. Mm -hmm. What a lot of you have been led to believe is that you don't actually have to learn how to do the real conversation, the real actual selling, the real pre-qualifying, because you can just have all these technological, the bucket of things, essentially, you send know. Send your bots out for exactly, you. Exactly, send your, your army of bots out. And I'm here to tell you guys that when everybody else is sending their army of bots out to battle, and you're the one that's actually having the conversation, you're going to win 99% of the time. It's just the way it is, and it's gonna get even more so this way. As more technology starts to, I mean, we're just talking about AI, right, and all these other things. As that technology becomes more proficient, and more efficient, and even more prolific, the people, the agents having the conversations will even have more of an advantage. Isn't that funny, Julie? I know. I was just thinking about if you look at your most recently closed transactions. So, you know, go back three to five transactions and ask yourself how i ask yourself whether you think maybe those people are still getting email from other agents of course they but are but the reason they transacted with you was when you did pick up the phone and you did follow up and you did ask great questions and you did believe in them and you did sort out who was serious and who wasn't i guarantee you they are still getting listings from somebody other than you we can grind on this all day but i'll give you another really funny example so zillow used to provide agents just raw leads and i know they're i'm, I'm about you know three generations behind what i'm describing but i'm just trying to make a point and so Zillow would provide the leads, you'd buy the leads effectively, buyer leads and the rest of it. And they determined over time that that was, lead, that was not as efficient because the churn from that selling leads model was, you know, they had to constantly be replacing the agents and weren't able to convert the leads because the agents weren't actually calling the leads back. Did you listen to what I just said? And so what then Zillow started adding is actual people to call back and do the pre-qualifying of the leads that they're generating. And then they sell those leads to agents for a 35% referral fee. That to me is amazing. I'm going to say that again. Zillow started out by just providing leads to agents and leads in, you know, if you've not been in the business for long enough, it, that's what agents, a lot of them are doing 800, a thousand a month. And they're getting these buyer leads. And, you know, we could just, we beat on that business model for a million years proof that it was, you know, not very great is the fact that they're not doing it anymore. And so then what they started to do is have these flex agents and the agents are getting exclusive leads and the leads are, um, a lot of them are, again, ridiculous referral fees. Because what they were doing is realizing that they were selling these leads to the agents. The agents were complaining that the leads weren't very good quality. A lot of them weren't, you know, but that aside, the real problem was the agents did not know how to call the, well, they didn't know how to, they didn't know what to say if they were to call them back in the first place. And so what Zillow quickly realized was we are not going to ever be able to build a sustainable business long-term if we're having to constantly sell to low-skilled agents who are constantly complaining that our leads are low-skilled just because they're the ones that are low-skilled. So we're going to put people in place to call those leads back for them, and we're going to then charge them as much of a referral fee as humanly possible. And guess what? Agents are paying for it. So you guys in the marketplace right now, just because you refuse to call your own leads back and actually take them through a professional approach, are willing to give over a third of your commission over to Zillow. And by the way, there's a billion companies doing the exact same thing. And I want you to really think about what I just said. Is it really that difficult to have a real conversation with someone? It's not. 
And look what you're paying for, your call reluctance or your refusal to actually do the real work of real estate. Well, it's interesting when you actually put it to a dollar amount like that, right? Yeah. That is the cost of laziness. Okay. So getting your mindset right about prospecting. And I, hopefully we've started to get it on track uh, so far. So point number one, commit to overcoming your call reluctance once and for all. Don't allow yourself another day of wishing, waiting, speculating, and running your business on hopium. Luck is not a business plan. Proactively generating new leads is predictable and duplicatable. I have had agents say to me specifically, I don't really have a plan. It's just somehow it just works out month to month. And right when I'm about to run out of money, something falls in my lap, right? That is not a plan. What if that doesn't happen, right? Well, you know, again, there goes another obvious trigger point because you and I have coached forever. If you're one of those agents that just all of a sudden discover that you have a lead drop in your lap, mm -hmm. what's really going on is the pressure of not having any money is actually forcing you to start pre-qualifying and having higher level conversations. Exactly. And that to you feels magical, mystical, because all of a sudden <laughs> that lead is actually wanting to transact. It's only because you, because of the pressure of your financial, you know, situation you'd created for yourself are now actually doing the real work of real estate. Well, and those agents are miraculously easier to coach, aren't they? Well, they'll do things that they wouldn't normally do. Unfortunately, what Julie just said is true. A lot of times people come to coaching after they've been knocked down a few times mm -hmm. and they're realizing that they actually need to get their skills on. Those are definitely the best coaching clients. Yes. Okay. Point number two, if you're not calling because you're not sure what to say or how to say it, it's time to invest in proven scripts. That's normal, by the way. This is probably the number one reason. But a script is simply an outline of questions that help you to determine a prospect's motivation so you can logically close for an appointment or maybe decide not to. An effective script is, a, is conversational and puts you in the position of being of service to the prospect. By asking pertinent questions, you find out their needs and you determine specifically how to help them, which then leads to the setting of a qualified appointment. That's what a script is. So those of you who are all scripted verse, you don't like sounding scripted, you've got all of your excuses, it's probably because you don't understand what a script actually is there for. It's just a conversation outline. So here's our process. Question-based. Right, question-based conversation outline. Here's our uh, process that we teach people in coaching. We first do want you to memorize the script. Now, if you're never going to completely memorize it, just have it in your workspace or have it have them on, you know, have it in front of you so that when you're calling somebody back, you're going to have the script in front of you to ask the questions in the right order in which they've been at, uh, which they've been written. And you will discover the reason that question two is there is because it then basically makes it so that when you get to question six, everything is laced together perfectly. These scripts have proven to work in all price ranges, all market conditions. These are definitely the next step for all of you. And that's included in premier coaching. Now, the first thing we want you to do is memorize it. Then we want you to internalize it. Internalization is basically where you start to learn it. Memorizing it is one thing, right? Everybody knows how to memorize something, but until you actually think about the words and the phrases and you experience, oh, that's the reason that Tim and Julie have it in this order. That's the reason I asked that question at number, you know, the fourth question, because now it totally validates the, the eighth question. Now I completely understand how this, uh, you know, conversation outline script was written in such a way that I not only determined the person's motivation maybe buy something, but now I've also found out they have 14 houses that they need to sell, right? Well, that's internalizing. And the last thing we want you to do is personalize it. Now, personalization is where you start making it sound like you more, where you start using a little bit of your words. Maybe you go a little faster pace or a little slower pace. Maybe you say y'all or maybe you say whatever it is. It does not matter. But what most of you will do, and these are the ones that are not serious about success, 
is you're going to be motivated to find real estate scripts. A, you're going to find out our scripts are not online because our scripts are all copyrighted and only available to our coaching clients. Uh, it's one of our uh, top search terms on Google are people looking for our scripts for free. You will not find them. Nope. Our scripts have value. We value the work that we put because into them. Because they work. Because they work. So yes, you can th- you'll say, well, then I'm just going to write my own script. I'm going to figure it out along the way. I'm going to wing it. Okay, you're not serious about real estate. That that has to be the bottom line reason. You get our, I think, our buyer script in the first level of Premier Coaching when you join Premier Coaching, and you get the first level for free. So there's no risk to you. And again, you got to accept the fact that all professionals use scripts, and all professionals start out by memorizing it, then they internalize it, then they personalize it. Don't go right to personalization. You want to make that the last thing you do after you've memorized it and after you've internalized it. Then when the words coming out of your mouth no longer are uh, like, you, well, this is what will happen. After you've pre-qualified enough times, you won't even remember, you won't even think about what you're going to say next. It just naturally happens. And the conversation just naturally flows. And then over time, not that much time oftentimes, you won't even remember that you learned it from Tim and Julie Harris. All of a sudden, this script will be so perfectly yours. You'll mind melded with it. You will no longer, uh, it will feel completely natural. Like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine ever having this script in my head. That's the way you will actually start to become a professional. Well, it's a complete superpower. And, it is. And I have to say, it's funny you, when you were talking about, you know, uh, memorize, internalize, and personalize. I have to say that most of our elite, you know, our one-on-one coaching clients, most of them are pretty close to that. Because when you talk to them about what's going on in their business, you hear that naturally coming out in conversation. They don't even realize they're doing it. And when I say it's superpower, you take somebody like that and you get to do them, you know, have them do that more frequently in more areas. And, you know, the sky is the limit. It really is. uh, It's amazing. It's a transformation. You and I are excited about this because we know it works. But here's, here's the thing. There's only that. There's only what? Realistically, Julie, in our coaching business. How many you got the buyer script, the seller script? Those pre-qualification are buyer, those are pre-qualification scripts. Yep. You've got the I mean the listing presentation, which is very simple basically. You have mm-hmm. the buyer presentation, but in yep. both those cases, you don't have much to memorize True. because you can just use the presentation themselves. Yep. So really, at the end of the day, there's it, it really it gets down to who you're calling for your lead generation, right? So and even then, the for sale by owner script and the expired script are very similar because yeah. you're talking to very motivated people. Okay? But there's not that many scripts. There's not that many scripts. I think about like the for rent by owner script. That's just a simple business conversation. Right. I think there's only three questions to that. So yes, I, and I think in a future point, yes, it's coming up having to do with don't make it so hard. But first, <laughs> we'll do point number three. Create your pre-prospecting routine or pre even pre-lead follow-up routine. Remember, it's all about call reluctance. So Before you're going to pick up the phone, listen to your favorite music, work out prior to your lead generation sessions, or connect for 15 minutes to run a script with your role play partner. Jump on Premier Coaching. We have sessions every single day. Text your coach if you're in Premier Coaching and let them know you're in appointment setting mode, ready to pick up the phone. Find what works for you and then make it into a habit. If you can create that pre-call routine and recreate that virtually every time you're going to do it, it will become a lot easier. So I like that and I don't like that because mm-hmm. I can see that being a procrastinating point. I'll start oh, yeah, calling. Because I couldn't talk to my role play partner. I exactly. can't make my calls. I know. That's not what I mean. Or they'll say, oh, I can't start calling because I haven't developed my pre-call routine. Yeah. For those of you out there <laughs> laughing at yourselves right now. <laughs> We're on to you. We're on to you. We do this for a living. Yes, we do. Okay, so point number four, stop living in fear of the unknown. No one actually expects you to have all the answers when you're talking about real estate. If you get stuck, guess what? There's a script for that. We're going to give it to you on this podcast. If you get stuck during any conversation, 
You just say, that's a great question. I'm writing it down. I'll have an answer for you this evening. What's the best number to reach you? Then follow up on what you promised. This script will end your fear of getting stuck in a conversation where you're not sure what to say next. And if all else fails and you're on the phone, just act like you got disconnected, gather your thoughts, and call back. That's now, completely okay. There's versions of that as well that you guys can little, you know, that script in itself is a great script, obviously, but you don't have to use it exactly. So if you could say, for example, you know, that's a great question. Let me check to make sure that I give you the right answer mm -hmm. because things may have changed, that kind of thing. Yeah, right? especially depending on what it is, right? Right. Um, but now we just took away that excuse, living in fear of getting stuck. Okay, point number five, which we've alluded to, don't take everything personally and make it harder than it needs to be. When, when someone doesn't currently need to buy or sell, that's not actually about you. It's not no, it's just not now. They just simply don't need to buy or sell. That's you, a really important point. Don't go is. over that one so fast. So there's no such thing as rejection. Really, there isn't. There, well, there is temporarily, right? It's never no, it's just not, it's no, not right now. It's no, not right now. But if you are not hearing the word no, and this is a nice little mental, it's a mindset thing mostly, but I do appreciate that some people take it personally or take it seriously. If you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no at least five times a day, and I'm not saying no from your spouse or no from your dog or no from your kid or you know something like that, but no from a decision-making adult about buying or selling real estate, if you're not putting yourself in a position to hear no at least five times a day, you did not do your job that day. Now, I want you to think about that. I, it's so funny as I, I just remember all the times you and I've said that in front of an audience because I love to do a little pause after I say it and listen for the gasps. Crickets. <gasps> because yeah. so many people live in so, they live, they basically have designed their lives never to hear the word no. And you think you're working, right? So it gets back, and we talk about this on other podcasts sometimes. What's your definition of work, right? Work is the things that you do in real estate, which lead you to an actual transaction, which requires you to make at least five contacts a day where you might be hearing no. Right. And guess what? If you're really, you know, obviously we don't want you to manifest the word no when you're talking to people. <laughs> That's not what <laughs> we're saying. No right away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to get all my no's out of the way. But what you'll discover is that when you're following a script and they don't just essentially give you an affirmative for every question, it doesn't really matter. Just, you know, we tell you how to elegantly get out of the script and elegantly end the conversation, give the seller or yourself a graceful exit so you can then follow up later. It, all these different systems are in place. Julie? Okay, which I have right here. This is how you end a call where you have spoken with somebody, but and it's not no forever. It's just no, not right now. I don't need to buy or sell. Well, guess what? You're still having a conversation with a live adult human. So here's what you do next. You can always ask them, while I've got you, who else do you know who needs my help buying, selling, or investing in real estate? That way you're not making it about them anymore, but you are adding some juice to that conversation. And guess what? At least half the time they're going to come up with somebody they know. You know, maybe they, they're the parents of first-time buyers, or maybe their friend at work just got relocated. You don't know if you don't ask. And again, these are all scripts we teach you in Premier Coaching, but a version of that as well are... By the way, before I let you go, who are the two or three people that you know who are thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping in this market? Simple, right? right? Now, that question, if you think about it, if you want to really analyze that question, is really, it's crafty. Because if I say, who do you know, you're going to come up with the answer of nobody, most likely, even if you know somebody. But if I say, who are the two or three people that you can think of right now that are thinking about buying or selling real estate? Um, that I should be helping in this market, all of a sudden that triggers a different thought pattern in your brain, doesn't it? Didn't I have you feel to come up with something. I can't just say no because you asked me what two or three people. I Ex can't say no to that. Exactly. And I said the word helping, does that sort of takes the edge off. Now the word helping 
is not really there, honestly, for the person you're talking to. It's there for you. Because I know all of you, when Julie and I wrote that originally, are you going to be fearful of coming off as too pushy? I don't want to seem desperate. I all this other garbanzos that you have yep. floating around in your brain. So, hey, Julie, by the way, before I let you go, who are the two or three people that you can think of right now that are thinking about buying or selling real estate that I should be helping in this market? Yeah, you know, my cousin keeps on going to open house after open house and never seems to come across the right thing. So maybe I should connect you two. Oh, and here's exactly what Julie just said. Or if they say no, what, or I don't know of anyone right now, don't you think they're going to remember that you asked them that question? Mm -hmm. They will. And then guess what's going to happen? You might actually get leads from them. These are all about conversations that lead to you actually helping people that lead to you actually making money, right? This is the whole point of being in business. You provide a service that people are willing to pay for, and then you earn money for that service. That is the whole, that's how complicated business is right there. But only if you actually speak to people. Right. So guys, stop hiding behind digital. Stop hiding behind video. Stop hiding behind, again, we love the passive lead generation stuff. We do. We adore it. It's fun. But it is never going to replace real sales skills. Ever, ever, ever. And those of you who accept it and perfect it are going to have experiences in your real estate careers that all the other people who never discovered this podcast or did discover the podcast but rejected our message and decided to stay digital, they're never going to experience the same levels of success. It just doesn't work that way. Humans will always be humans. I don't care if we're all walking around with Elon Musk's uh, you know, neural implant thingamajobber, which, which by the way, I, I was listening to a podcast. I don't know if you guys know this, but one of his businesses is installing some little little doodad in your brain. Oh, that sounds great so far, doesn't it? Sign me up. And I'm not really, it's essentially like you have Google 24 seven or something oh like gosh. that. But I remember the person interviewing him, ask him uh, like, so would you get one of these installs? Oh yes, I would get one of these installs. Well, at what point? Well, definitely not the first generation. <laughs> I know. It's like his quote uh, that says, I want to die on Mars, just not at impact. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So, anyway. Yeah. So listen, guys, thank you for keeping this the number one listen to daily podcast of real estate professionals. Our notes are down below. Tomorrow is part two. Uh, do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Give us a five-star review over on iTunes. Share this podcast with as many other agents as possible. Look, guys, I know we're the only ones saying this, but you are in the right place at the right time in the right business. Now it's time for you to make the right decisions and be of service to others and to really build a business that you're proud of. Not just you, but your family. Everyone around you. Think of the influence you can have, the real true influence from you being successful when other people are struggling. That's what being a leader is all about. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.